You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. God has made a way through Jesus Christ for us to be able to enter into His presence. Because in God's presence, we have access to all of God's blessings. A matter of fact, the way God has done it, He has made provision for everything that you need in your life to live a successful life, to be victorious, even for you to be the Christian that you should be, to live the way that you should live. God has made provision for all of that. The truth is, whether you like it or not, you are already blessed. Whether you believe it or not, that I don't know. But whether you like it or not, according to the word of God, you are already blessed. God has made provision already. He has deposited everything on the inside of you to live a victorious life. He has placed, He has lavished His blessings upon you. That's what the Word of God says. Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Peter 1 verse 3. I'm going to read from the Passion Translation. So listen what the Bible says. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. Everything we could ever need for life and complete devotion to God has already been deposited in us by His divine power. For all this was lavished upon us through the rich experience of knowing Him who has called us by name and invited us to come to Him through a glorious manifestation of His goodness. Everything we need, everything we could ever need for life and complete devotion to God has already been deposited in us by His divine power. Nobody will have any excuse. Family, listen to me. You were never designed to be a sinner. You were designed for glory. You were designed for success. Jesus Christ lives on the inside of us. Every good thing of heaven, every good thing that was deposited in Christ Jesus, a matter of fact, the glory that was given to Jesus, He has now given us that glory. The Bible says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That means from the beginning, God had designed glory for you. When God looks at you, He sees a successful plan. That's why the Bible says, I know the thoughts I have towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. You are already blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. For you to be successful, for you to live a good life, everything has been deposited on the inside of you already. Because oftentimes we we believe more that God wants to do something in another person's life than what God wants to do in my own life. We look at people and we say, God is blessing that one and helping that person there. But what about me? God has done it for you like He's done it for me. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Everything heaven contains has already been lavished upon us as a love gift. From our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, All because He sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate Him with all our heart. Remember last week how I demonstrated the two jackets? 
Because you are in Christ, because you have been clothed with Christ, God has lavished every good thing upon you. Every good thing that heaven has got is upon you already. Do you really believe that? I want to ask you a very serious question this morning. If heaven, if God the Father did not withhold the beauty of heaven, the very best of heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ, why are you begging and asking for so many things of less value? If God the Father did not withhold Jesus Christ, His most precious possession, why are you crying and asking for so many things of less value? Because if God did not withhold Jesus from you and from me, why will He withhold any other thing? Because most of the things that we are seeking compared to Jesus is of less value. Were you crying before Jesus Christ was given? No. So why are you crying now? Were you begging and asking for Jesus to be given to you? No. It was freely given to you. You were blessed when you did not even realize you needed to be blessed. You were helped when you didn't even realize you needed help. So if he didn't withhold it from you, why will he withhold any good thing from you? You are blessed. Listen to what the Bible says. Romans 8 verse 31. I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Family, in Jesus Christ that came to this earth is every blessing, everything that you need, the healing, the deliverance, the breakthrough has been provided already. Jesus has died and Jesus is alive. He's seated in heaven. So if all these blessings has been made available already, why are you crying and asking for these things if it's there already? Can you see the need for the revelation to understand that you are blessed already? That God has done it in your life already? Romans 8 verse 31. So what does all this mean? If God is determined to stand with us, tell me, who then could ever stand against us? For God has proved His love by giving us His greatest treasure, the gift of His Son. And since God freely offered Him up as the sacrifice for us all, He certainly won't withhold from us anything else He has to give. He certainly won't withhold from us anything else He has to give. Family, it does not make sense to shout for something which is free. The Bible says He has freely given it to all of us. He has given it, but you are shouting. It means you don't realize yet that you are blessed. Somebody that's blessed has a different attitude. They talk differently, they walk differently. If somebody comes in here and he's blessed, he's come, arrived here with the latest limited edition Rolls Royce. It's got the most expensive hand-tailored suit, expensive shoes, money in the pocket. You know, when he comes walking in here, he's got a way of walking. Am I right? But when you think, I've got no money in the pocket. I didn't even have transport money to get a taxi. I had to walk and then beg somebody to get me here. When you come in, you're walking like, where can I sit? Can is there any? Am I, am I allowed to sit? 
But the one that believes he's loaded, he's got a different walk. You are blessed already. You need to change your confession, your attitude, your walk. Everything needs to change. If you believe that you are blessed, it's time to change all of that. Because you are blessed indeed. Amen. Colossians 1 verse 26. There's a divine mystery. A secret surprise. That he has been concealed from the world for generations. But now it's being revealed. Unfolded and manifested for every holy believer to experience. Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for His people. And God wants everyone to know it. So since the blessings are available, why do many people not receive it? I'll tell you one of the reasons. Because they don't believe in the sufficiency or the completeness of what God has done. So now they don't ask. If I come and I take my credit card and I give it to my wife and I say, here's the card, here's the pin, go to the mall and get whatever you want. Maybe they're going with some friends or whatever. So when she comes back, I say, how was it? She says, no, it wasn't very nice. I just walked around the whole time. I said, but why? She says, no, I didn't want to, I didn't get anything. But why? I didn't use the card. But why? I'm not sure if the pin you gave me was correct. I'm not sure if there was money in the card. So I didn't want to use the card. And that's many of our attitudes. God has blessed us with every blessing in Christ Jesus. But we don't believe that God has done it in full. When God gives you a promise, you think, I wonder God if you can really do it. And you want to make your own plans. But God wants you to trust Him. The devil wants you to focus on the outside. The devil wants you to focus from where you've been coming from. But God wants you to focus on what he has done. His kingdom works differently. In the kingdom of God, in that realm of Christ Jesus, there's victory. There's no sickness. Every need has been met. The blood of Jesus speaks for you. The Bible says, by Jesus' stripes, you have been healed. Not you going to get healed. So when God looks at you, He just sees success. He sees the perfection which is in Christ Jesus is what God the Father sees when He looks at you. That's what God has done for us. Many people don't pray and ask God to help because they think they know the answer that God won't help them. But God wants, you to, God wants to help you. God wants to make sure that you get from where you are to where He wants you to be. That's why he's made full provision in Christ Jesus. Yes, when it comes to spiritual things, all of us are weak. But full provision has been made for us in Jesus Christ. That's why it's his ability, his strength that magnifies or manifests in our lives. And through that, God's name is magnified. He gets the glory. When it comes to the kingdom of God... The mistake that many people make, they say, I acknowledge God. I know about the kingdom of God. But their focus are upon all the things that need to be added. Their situation, their circumstances. Maybe they need a car. Maybe they need money for school fees. Whatever. Those are all the add-ons. He says, first focus upon the kingdom of God. 
When you focus upon the kingdom realm, it's where the Holy Spirit works and operates. When you have the Holy Spirit with you, even if you are facing a giant like David, that Holy Spirit that's with you will dispose of that giant in your life. doesn't mean there won't be challenges, but when God is with you, even if there's darkness, because light is with you, the light will expel the darkness. It's not a life where there's no challenges, but it's a life where you know because you are successful, you are blessed already, you can do anything. Amen. That's why God says He blesses the work of our hands. Many people don't see the blessings because they don't work with their hands. They sit at home and they say, God, you said you're going to bless me. Bless me. No, you have your part to play. I've never heard of anybody that's received a check from heaven. There's not a postal service in heaven where they post checks to you. But God said to Joshua, every place where you put your feet, I've given it to you. Amen. I will bless the work of your hands. That's why there's certain things where God has given you ideas, where God says, I want you to do this. You've said, oh God, that's a good idea. Then you've given it to somebody else to do, and it's fallen flat. But when you put your own hands on it, then it's successful. Amen. Because it's the grace that God has given you is blessed the work of your hands. Remember, opportunity and chance comes to everybody. God wants to help you. God wants to walk with you. God still said to Joshua and Caleb, you have to go into the promised land and go and possess. What did Jesus say? The parable of the talents. Do business until I come back. So do what you have to do. God will give you witty inventions. He will give you ideas. So when everybody says there's nothing to do, God will just drop something into your spirit. Say, okay, God, I'm going to do this. This is a good idea. If you know God has blessed you and everybody wants to run away and leave the country, you say, I'm going to stay here, Lord. Those people that are leaving right now, it's creating more opportunities for me to do things. Amen. Your attitude is everything in a time like this. Yes, if other people are running away, there's more opportunities for us to be blessed now. You know what? The devil hates it when you look at a situation from God's point of view. He wants you to look at the situation from a natural point of view. But from God's point of view, even when Joseph was captured, God took him to the top. Amen. His boss was not a Christian. Most of you think, oh, if I can just work for a Christian boss and we can open with prayer every morning and then have communion. We don't even at the church offices have communion every morning. But we open with prayer. Amen. But to work at a church office is hard work. It's not something you do when nothing else works out. Because the Bible says, He who desires the office of a bishop desires a good work. It's hard work. Amen? Amen. There's nothing about God that's lazy. He sent Jesus to die. There's nothing lazy about that. Romans 14 verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of rules about food and drinking. It's not making rules. I have to do this. I have to do that. That's the devil making you look at situations from your own point of view. If you look at things from a natural point of view, you'll be defeated the whole time. You'll be miserable the whole time. You need God's opinion about the situation. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of rules about food and drink, 
But it is in the realm of the Holy Spirit, filled with righteousness, peace and joy. Whatever situation you are facing, keep your peace. Whatever situation you are facing, keep on planting righteous seeds. If you keep on planting righteous seeds, you'll always have joy. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Giving or blessing people is what makes us more like God. Who blesses everybody, gives to everybody without expecting anything back. That's God. People today want to bless and want to help because they want help back. Mm, Now it's quiet. Yes, God is dealing with the motive of your heart. Now we see with how much kingdom you are really busy with. That scripture means the kingdom of God is not about laws and rules. It's about the life in the spirit that we now live. When you drive towards a stop street, you stop with your car. That's the law. But if a traffic officer is standing there and he says, okay, come drive. Do you stop? No, you drive right over it. That's the Holy Spirit. That will even tell you and give you permission to come straight over a stop street. The Holy Spirit will lead you that when people from a natural point of view will say, you can do, you should do it like this and this and this. The Holy Spirit will say, don't do it like this. Life is now doing this and that. And that's where the blessing lies. The blessing that was made to Abraham was not a lot of money. It was the Holy Spirit. You are blessed today because you have God with you. Because God is with you, nobody can be against you. But many people are making decisions today without including God. Ask Samson. He chose a wife without including God. What did it cost him? Listen to me. Kingdom people are problem solvers. Not problem makers. Problem solvers. Remember that which you make happen for other people. God will make those very things happen for you. You are blessed to be a blessing. Abraham expected God to do what he promised. Remember in Genesis 18. When he came to me he said a year from now. You'll have a son. And he believed him. He said, God said he's going to bless me. Many people today, the biggest mistake that we make, we want to run to people for blessing instead of going to God as the blesser. You think blessing is something that's on the outside. Success is not something that's out there. Success is something that starts on the inside of you because you are linked up with God. Even in the old covenant, success, the ability to be successful, that power, God said he placed it on the inside of us to establish his covenant with us. That's the old covenant. What do you think now in the new covenant with better promises, better covenant? In the old covenant, if they didn't adhere, the blessing would not be upon them. A curse would come upon them. But now God has dealt with our sin. He's dealt with our mistakes. He's absorbed the curse. Turn with me in your Bibles to Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. Let me just show it to you. You know why it's difficult for some people to believe that God wants to bless them? Because many people are unfaithful. They think God is unfaithful. Many people first have to write the test of the golden calf before they realize the true value of money. 
That golden calf, that gold was intended for the temple. But after they had made a golden calf, what happened? Moses made them drink it. It went in and it went out. Yes. Many people will say, I have money, I have money, I have money, but I don't know where the money is going. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the power to get wealth. If you are blessed today, it's God who has given you the power. It's not your own strength or your own wisdom or your own ability. That He may establish His covenant which He swore to your fathers as it is this day. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful. God empowers you to be successful. This blessing cannot be earned. It cannot be merited. You have to believe it. It's faith that connects you to God. God wants to take you from where you are to where he wants you to be. You have the ability on the inside of to be successful. Jesus Christ was successful in everything he did. He never ran away from a problem. He faced every problem and he saw it through. We need the Holy Spirit to help us to understand that even when we are unfaithful, he remains faithful. Even when you don't want to forgive people, God has forgiven them already. Just because you do things in a certain way does not mean God will do those things in that way. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. When God looks at you, He sees success. He sees you blessed already. A matter of fact, He has deposited every good thing on the inside of you already. It's not a mystery. It's not a secret anymore. One thing that I've seen in life the blessing part is not the problem. It's for people to maintain that blessing, number one. But more important is the responsible use of the blessing. Now that you know that you are blessed and you say, God, I know that I'm blessed, and you see the blessing coming to your life, you should ask God, what is the purpose, the reason for that blessing? The responsible use of blessing. You know, when we started the church, God said to me, we should start the church. I was busy doing my business. When God first said, he said, I'm going to bless you financially because I want you into business. So when God spoke that word, guess what happens to my business? Has it ever happened to you? God gives you a promise and then suddenly the opposite happens. For you to hold on to your confession. To say whether I'm blessed or not, I'm blessed. Whether he heals me or not, I'm healed. I'm saved. Jesus is my Savior to hold on to your confession. But then in August 2003, suddenly there was a blessing that came into the company. Just like that. Got the fright of my life. I said to my wife, you know what? This is what God said. This money is not for a holiday. This money is not for a car. This money is to start a church. And we took that money, we bought the first 20 or 40 chairs, painted the house, because we started in the, in the lounge, cleared out everything, got chairs in there, got a sound system quickly, got some curtains there, 
and we fixed up everything, got some children's church stuff, I knew that blessing was for the church, to start the church, not for ourselves. Today, many people don't maintain their blessing because they say, God, bless me, I want to do this or that. When the blessing comes, they forget what God said or the promise that they made. And they think, oh, I always wanted to buy this car. This is the, oh, look, they've got a special. It's exactly this amount. God is so faithful. Or they say, God, bless me and I'll bring more people to church. I'll come to Sunday and I'll be an evangelist. I'll bring 10 people every Sunday or 5 people every Sunday. Now you get your blessing. You say, wow, I've been working so hard. I think I must go away. They've got a special at Sun City for this weekend. Let me just go there. And that blessing takes you to many places instead of where you should be. Whether you like it or not, you are blessed. But if the blessing comes into your life, where would you be? Many of you are still fasting, are still praying, are still seeking God because your blessing has not come. God uses foolish things. Sometimes He will allow things like that just to strengthen your prayer life. Because he knows you will need God more after your blessing has come. Sometimes God preserves you by not doing it immediately. But God hears your prayer. God wants to bless you. Amen. Let me close. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9. Family, if you realize what God has done on the cross, the substitution that he became, he became poor so that you can be rich. He became a curse so that you can be blessed. Amen. But you have to believe it. 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9. For you have experienced the extravagant grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that although He was infinitely rich, He impoverished Himself for your sake, so that by His poverty we could become rich beyond measure. People don't ask, because they don't believe in God's sufficiency. He has paid the price in full. There's a mysticism that we don't have to ask. God wants you to ask. To come to Him and say, Lord, help me. When you're facing a challenge, who do you run to first? If you need something, do you go to God first and say, God, please help me, I need this. Or are you running to your grandmother? Are you running to this person, that one? Always go to God first. Because that shows that your trust is in God. If you run to other people, it means your trust is in other people. The Bible says some will trust in princes, some will trust in horses. We put our trust in God, God's ability. The Bible says God has placed before us life and death. Then he says choose life. Choose life is choosing God. It's choosing the kingdom of God. Many people are seeking the gift Instead of the giver. Many people like to be around churches and conferences. Instead of being around the head of the church, Jesus Christ. You should go to this pastor. You should go to this place. What are you seeking? Seek the giver. Seek Christ. Seek his kingdom. Not all the things that gets added to it. If you know that God did not withhold Jesus from you. You should say, thank you, God. I know you will not withhold any good thing from me. In his death, full provision was made for everything that you seek. So if you're seeking healing, 
or you're seeking deliverance or you're seeking breakthrough, you think if you can just get those things, it will be the end. It's not the end. It's a means to an end. The end is a lasting relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So when you're seeking healing, when you're seeking deliverance, when you're seeking breakthrough, don't seek those things and look at those things. Look to the cross where the price was paid. When you look to the cross, you'll see Jesus. That has paid the price in full. Then your focus is upon Christ and the kingdom of God. And you'll see what God will do in your life. Whether you like it or not, you are blessed. Full provision has been made through Jesus Christ. Make a decision to choose life in this day. To believe what God has said and to start to walk in it. Change your confession. Change your attitude. Change your walk. Amen. Amen. You are blessed whether you like it or not. See you later. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.